Welcome to the new year, everybody. Since the sandbox is back, first episode of 2020, we made it. I know, we finally made it. Got a bunch of episodes done in 2019, and you guys should have seen the comedy show was to try and get Lou and Cap to figure out when we were recording today. If only you guys could see some behind the scenes stuff since the sandbox. Yeah, no, our friendship is officially over. <laughs> I no longer support the East Boston High basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> or Cap Sabbatical. Yeah, this will be my last episode on since the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, new year, and we just want to recap the decade. Kind of a, a lot of memorable things happened in the 2010 to 2020. and. That was probably our prime. We just want to re- re- review a little NBA, a little NFL, but our first episode is the NBA. Lou, let's take it right in. Yeah, so let's start off with we're going to do an all-decade teams of the decade. What teams that we thought were the best of the decade, uh, where they won or lost. Uh, I'll go first. This is in no order. I didn't do an order for this. And this is subjective, too. This isn't, like, factually the best team. This is who we thought left the biggest impression on us, who we thought was most impressive, and so on. Look ahead, Lou. Yeah, so at first I had the 2010 Celtics. Uh, we didn't win the finals, but we were really deep. And that was the first time Rondo was actually Rondo. Like, he was a good developed player. Uh, and on top of that, we had Kendrick Perkins in rare form defensively. And I know Ray Allen was a little banged up, the same with KG. But as a whole, that was a very good, deep team. That's when we had, like, Eddie House yeah, and, and all those games. Yeah, coming finals, Posey, too. Posey, do Tony Allen. Yeah, um, yeah actually, no, we, we didn't make it the if it was when the Magic won. Oh, Magic okay. win. Because yeah, KG the tore his knee. Yeah. All the Lakers beat, beat them. Man. But that was still a, still a great Celtics team. Still won seven. And if Kendrick Perkins doesn't get hurt game seven, you never know. And I have the 2010 Lakers in there. I mean, they, they were a really deep team. Fisher, Kobe, uh, Artest, Gasol, Gasol Bynum, Vucevic, Sasha Vujicic. Vujicic. Uh, yeah, do uh, was Shannon that, Brown on that team? Yeah, Shannon Brown. He was a yammer back in the yeah. day. Yeah, world peace. That's our test. Our test. Yeah, our test. Was he our test? Yeah, he's our test. That was when he was like, "This guy got me a ring." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, then I have the 2018 Warriors. Uh, the last championship they won uh, versus the Cavs. I'm pretty sure they swept them. Which I mean, yeah. that's why I gave it to them. It was right. I don't know if they were as good as the team before. Durant was just so dominant with that team. Yeah. And, and and that was that was my most memorable, the Warriors team. Obviously they had the what, the not even ten losses team, but I definitely had to give the, the nod to that team too. But we'll go over my list after. Yeah. Uh the twenty thirteen Heat, even though I think that might have been the year they lost. Uh, I think because I think the Spurs might have beat no, them. They won twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. Oh, okay, so yeah. So. Twenty thirteen was the last year of the repeat. That was LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Chalmers, uh, Udonis Haslam. Wait, is this? What are we talking about? Ray Allen. Team Heat. Ray yeah, Allen. Yeah. Uh, who else? Yeah, uh, off the bench. Yeah, dude. Mike What's his Miller. name? Mike Miller. And who went to the three-point card? James Jones. Yeah. James Jones. Yeah, yeah dude. Straight gunners. <laughs> straight gunners. And then the, the 2014 Spurs who beat them. Uh, Kawhi, the first, first real, like, Kawhi showing. Tim Duncan, Manu, Parker. Bellinelli, mm-hmm. um, just a ton of guns squatted. in their prime, dude. Patty Mills. Patty Mills, dude. Bob, no, Leo, no, Leandro Barbosa was on the – No, they had Boris Diao. Diao, yes, the other Australian. Wow, man. That's, wow, that, that was a good team, man. Yeah. yeah, those are my five. Yeah, but, Kev, why don't you hop in with your five next? Yeah, again, this like Lou, I have no water for this. Um, so, I guess I'll just go by the year. So, the first team I got is the 2010 Lakers, like Lou said, that the team that beat the Celtics with – uh, Tess, Gasol, Kobe, all those guys. My second team is the 2011 Mavericks. That's the team that beat the first big three Heat team. Um, the first year they were together, they had like Dirk, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, 
uh, Tyson Chandler. They, they, they were loaded. Um, that was a very good team. Probably the last good Mavericks team or dominant Mavericks team we've seen until, you know, the Luka, the Luka age. But um, my next one is the 2013 Heat. Again, like Lou said, just very deep, a bunch of three-point shooters. And obviously they had LeBron and Wade in their prime pretty much, or at least the middle of their prime. Uh, the 2015 Lakers, this was uh, – not Lakers, 2015 Warriors. This was the first year the Warriors won it. I put them in there because I felt like this was kind of like that big threes coming out party that year. This was when – I mean, Curry was, you know, still a good player before that, but this was when they really became like the dominant, dominant Golden yeah. State Warriors. They won the MVP. And they were fun to watch that year. Like, they really were. Like, I know, like, obviously, they were, I think talent-wise, they were better with KD, but their bench was better that year. That was just kind of like when the whole – like they just didn't that have the whole experience. like foundation kind of came that together. When, that was when they went like twenty four straight at home. Exactly. Or whatever yeah. the record was. And their was. bench, their bench we were talking about earlier. That was a crazy bench they had. Like who? Livingston, Igudala, uh, Barboza, Bogut, Festus Azili, yeah. Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Harrison Barnes was six. They have was a, six man of the year. They yeah. didn't have Pachulia that year, did they? No, so no, no, no. That, no. Was had, a, that was a couple years later. They had what's his, They had someone else off the bench too that wasn't bad. Um, damn it, I'm trying to think who it was. They had someone else. Oh, off the Derek bench. Lee. Derek, no, no, what's yeah. his name? Not Derek Lee, David West. No, they had Derek Lee, too. Oh, though. David Lee and Derek yeah, West. David Lee, David, David Lee, West. yeah. David, David Lee, Lee. And David West, yeah. Um, and then my last team is uh, the 2018 Warriors, obviously, the last team to win with KD. They were just dominant. Yeah, yeah. Wow, no dominant. heat? No, I got the heat. Okay, I got the okay. 2013 heat. Okay. Like you did, yeah. So I thought, I thought in my list it was very hard to leave out the 2019 Raptors. I thought just – the fact that they did that all in one year, like the Raptors went went all out to get Kawhi, like they took a risk to just kind of just have his presence and have a possible chance to sign him long term. That was huge for that franchise, and they they all just kind of rallied around him. Lowry played good, like that. We, we that found out, yeah, long team, dude. That's probably the trade of the decade. No, yeah, no, yeah. It, it probably oh, is. Yeah. But but look at look at what we're seeing now with the development from Siakam after he saw saw a team like that and yeah. a leader in Kawhi. And, I, I don't think there's any bad blood between Kawhi and the Raptors. No. So that that's always going to be a team that we remember. But that's just outside of my top five. Um, at five, I think we have to have a Spurs team in there. So I got the 2014 Spurs. At four, I got the 2010 Lakers. Three, I got the 11 Mavs. I know people don't really think of the Mavs as a, as a great historic NBA team, but they took down one of the, the top dynasties in the league at the point in time. And, and people don't recognize Dirk and Jason Kidd as, as superstars, obviously as all-time players, but that's why I have that team in there. Uh, two, I got to give it to the 2012 Heat. When uh, LeBron went down there with Dwayne Wade and Bosch and just kind of assembled the start of, of all the big threes around the league, I mean, I just think he changed the league. I don't know if it was for the better, for the worse. It depends on who you talk to. But – LeBron was just dominant at that time, and it, it just seemed like a video game to have those guys all on the same yeah. team. And, and another video game-like team is the 2018 Golden State Warriors. I mean, a, health, a healthy KD that with Steph and, and Clay and Draymond. It just I can't believe we've seen guys with that talent play play together for so long under a coach like Kerr, too, and especially with the depth Lou you always mentioned. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of great teams throughout the decade. It was a Great time to see basketball throughout these 10 years. And, and a lot of things definitely changed for the better in the NBA. Um, so it's hard to now we're down, but that, that's who I would have to pick. Lou, what do you want to do with the all-decade uh, starting start lineup next? 
Yeah, before that though, can we all agree LeBron's the MVP of the decade? Like yeah. there was no one else who. That's, that's who I have. Yeah, yeah, he's my he's my MVP yeah. of the decade too. I mean, what do you have? Three finals, three finals MVPs, two regular MVPs, averaging what twenty seven and a half points a game. Like eight and eight, and then they, and then he went to three or four more in the decade. So. Yeah, and, and he's at what over thirty seven minutes in a game, and last year was the only. Yeah, he didn't year, do that. Yeah, because he got hurt. You know what I mean? Now he's averaging over 10 assists. It's just – League leader in assists. Yeah, every every single stat LeBron has owned. And when when all is said and done, if he's not the best, he's definitely like the second. It just depends on who you talk to as far as regarding Jordan above him or a couple of other guys. Yeah, and if they win or not. And yeah. Like, it's like that's going to be a big factor. If they can win – if he wins two more and gets five, and you're like the only thing separating him – and Jordan is a ring, but LeBron's like a better overall player. Like, and it definitely goes to LeBron. Yeah. You know what like I mean? Three, I, I get the three-ring gap. I don't really believe in it, but, like, that's a way bigger gap than one. No, definitely is. I, I think if LeBron wins one with the Lakers, he'll probably just – he'll pass Jordan for me as, as greatest. I just got to see him do it again. And that'll be, like, what, 11 – 10 or 11 finals he's been to? It's crazy. It's stupid. Stupid. And I'm sure there's a lot more to come, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. But – um. All, all decade starting five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we kind of did this. Uh, we didn't do it really by position, just who we thought were the five best players of the decade. I mean, like not all time-wise, but just in the decade, who was, who was the best. 2010, right? 2020, who was the most consistent? Who was yeah. always on top? Who were the names that we always remember in the moment? Start us off, Lou. Yeah, so uh, I have Curry, Harden, LeBron, KD, and Kawhi. And then we throw in a six-man, so I did Iggy. Um, Curry, I mean, two MVPs. Uh, he doesn't have a finals MVP, but he's the first unanimous MVP. Yeah. Changed the game. Best three-point shooter in the game, arguably, besides Clay. And at the two, I have Harden. But honestly, it was tough for me to not put Clay in there. I mean, in a sense, he's got what? the three, He's got the three-point record in a season, in a game. Uh, he's got – he was the fastest player ever with 60 uh, points in three quarters. He's the best catch-and-shoot guy of all time. He's got three rings. He arguably could have won a finals MVP in that. And he's arguably the best two-way player uh, outside of Kawhi and Paul George. So yeah. that was tough. But I just think that Harden, most points in the decade, MVP, uh, breaking, all, breaking Kobe scoring records, doing that, that that's going to go a little bit above Clay. And I think Harden's a little slept on, too, because yeah. he hasn't really produced a ring for, for Houston. You know what I mean? It, it, the, yeah, yeah. If he does, if he does p- produce a ring and, and get it there, like he's no question in the conversation. Harden's already one of the greatest scorers we saw. Kev, I would probably put him up there with Melo already for, for yeah, what him yeah, and Kobe for. He's a better scorer than Melo. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's just a matter of, of finishing off. And I don't know if he's going to be able to do that with Westbrook. Kev's over here trying to be like Harden with his fake jumpers. <laughs> but sorry. You're good. I have LeBron in there for obvious reasons. Uh, best player of the decade. KD. Arguably, the, I would say it's tough with him and Kawhi. Second or third because – Kawhi at the beginning of the decade wasn't as good as Durant, but then he became just as good. And then he won a ring, but he only averaged 16 points that finals, but defensive yeah. lockdown. Um, he beat Durant in, I believe, a couple series. And I think Durant may have even beat him in a series. But again, two-time defensive player of the year, two-time finals MVP. And you could say that Kawhi's route was harder than than Durant's. Fair to say? No, yeah. You definitely could. He had to overcome a lot of obstacles. Obviously, the decision to leave the Spurs and, and kind of do his own thing kind of led to that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I still don't necessarily agree with how Kawhi is, is kind of handling himself now and just kind of 
only playing half the season as to what it seems like it's going to be. I, I think KD probably did it a little more consistently, and he also had, like, a tough row having to leave, like, OKC, you know what I mean? Scoring uh, titles, MVPs, so. too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when he, when he left to, to go to um, Golden State, no one really thought, like, oh, wow, like, KD's doing, doing a move that's going to make him, like, the greatest. Like, he did go win a ring, but it, you can't take anything away from what he did for that team because it's not like he didn't produce. Like, he, Yeah, and they didn't win without him the year before that they lost. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. He developed as a shooter. He developed as a leader, as a defender, as a player around the league, and that's kind of why he has – the ability to go off and do it on his own, even when he's not playing for yeah. a full year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, we, I think we all expect big things from KD when he comes back. The injury is going to slow him down, but I think he'll he'll get right back to pace, just like we see with guys like Paul George. You know what I mean? Yeah, 10, 15 games. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be zooming. Exactly. Um, yeah, I had Kawhi and then Iguodala. I mean, he's, he was the glue to the Warriors. I mean, it, he was a great defender, great passer for them. Got a finals MVP. He was the guy God and LeBron when Draymond was out. And even when Draymond was on the floor. So um, I don't think he was as great of a six man in the regular season because he did start. I mean, he was part of the death lineup. He was yeah. in the death starting five. Mm -hmm. But if I had to go to a guy that played six man better than anybody and was the most effective, I'd give it to Iggy just because, I mean, they don't win those finals without him. It just doesn't happen. No, they definitely don't. Lou, for, for my starting five, we have the same starting five. I got Steph, Harden, Kawhi, LeBron, KD. And I think you definitely could have made the argument to have, like, Giannis in that. I mean, uh, Giannis or AD, to be honest, because those guys we see are, are kind of developing to be better players now. Obviously, they weren't around for, for most of the decade, which is why we kind of kept them off of the list. But for a six-man, I'm going to go in, in a little bit of a different direction. I'm going to say Sean Livingston. Yeah. Obviously, Iggy was was just as important to that the Warriors team as Sean Livingston. It was, in my opinion, at least. And early on, when when before they had KD and stuff like that, I think I thought Livingston came and played meaningful minutes off the bench. He played a valuable role for those guys who were young at the time when he was the veteran guy to kind of be looked towards. So I, I had to give him that recognition. And someone that we can't leave out out of the center position. My guy, Dwight, I mean, Dwight dominated, took a team uh, like the Magic to the, to the finals, and they haven't seen that type of a playoff appearance since. They, they faced a lot of tough teams. I mean, they played the Lakers, they played the Celtics, they played the Hawks at the time, who were a nasty too. team. Yeah, so Dwight, from the center position, was, was averaging a double-double, made the guys around him better. And then once he left the Magic, went to the Lakers and Rockets, we saw he still had some playoff success, but nothing crazy. Uh, it's nice to see him back in the league, but Dwight was definitely a player that dominated through the decade. Yeah, I know it's funny. You actually mentioned, like, arguably maybe the most underrated teams of the decade were the Hawks with Bibby, Joe Johnson, Josh Smith, Al Horford, Andre – no, Andre Iguodala was in Philly. Yeah. Uh, but even, again, with those Philly – remember when Iguodala was like, that dude in Philly? He knocked the Celtics out a couple of rounds. Dude, the, the Celtics like, had a tough time with that 76ers team and the, that Atlanta team they always. Good. Yeah. So Filthy. So def definitely um, two teams to be remembered. But, Kev, what, what do you got for a list? So pretty similar to you guys, just a couple minor changes. So at point guard, I got Steph Curry. But I did want to mention, because we discussed this earlier, um, the D-Rose MVP season. I think that was the best point guard we've seen throughout the decade in a single season. But the entire decade combined, I'm going to give Curry the starting spot at point guard. At shooting guard, I'm going to go in a little bit different direction. I got Dwayne Wade. and. Dwayne Wade's kind of weird because I feel like Dwayne Wade's prime was kind of in between the two decades. Like, 
He won it in 06, but he wasn't really in his prime yet. But I feel like by like the mid 10s, he was kind of out of his prime, like 15, 16 when he went to like Chicago. But yeah, from 2010 to 2015, I mean, obviously he won the two rings with LeBron and he was still dominant. I mean, he kind of took a step back because he had to because LeBron came. But I mean, I think you, st- I think we, I think I just gotta, I gotta give it to him just out of respect and out of you know his career and stuff. But I, again, Harden was a was tough to leave out too, and even Westbrook was tough to leave out. Yeah. At small forward, I got Kawhi. At power forward, I got Durant, and then at center, I got LeBron. So pretty much the same thing, just the D Wade change instead of Harden. But what do you got for a six line. man? For a six man, I got Lou Williams. I think he's just, I mean, he's the epitome of a six-man. Like, he's just, you know what I mean? He goes in there, scores, defends, does what he has to do, and just he knows how to lead a second unit. And, I mean, really, like, Lou Will's the guy. You know what I mean? That's my that's my six-man. Three, so. three, three times six-man of the year. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But uh, for coaches of the year, I, I mean, coach of the decade, the way I kind of did it was a little different. I did the coach that I would want to see coach my all-decade team just because of how – Player-friendly is now he's dealt with star personalities. I feel like Pop never really has star personalities because he never allows it. Yeah. But I feel like Steve Kerr has welcomed it kind of the same way Doc has. You know what I mean? Like, he knows how to deal with stars and the big lights. And I got Kerr coaching my team. I mean, he's coached Curry, Durant before. He's, he's coached uh, Kawhi, I believe, in an all-star game and Harden. And, and then, I mean, even with LeBron, they have a good relationship too. Yeah. So it would be pretty cool to see them uh, be in that fast-paced Warriors offense together. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't. And, Lou, I'm happy that you mentioned Doc and Pop because if I had to narrow down two guys to be my coach of the decade, those are the two guys I'm choosing. Obviously, we all know Kerr was uh, coaching with the Warriors, and he's had a lot of success. But someone who who really hasn't had, like, too much final success but has definitely showed his his leadership and integrity through the league. I mean, Doc, definitely. I mean, he he won with the the Celtics. He – we all thought he was going to retire. Now look what he's doing with the Clippers. And he, he's always going to have a, a role in the NBA, a job in the NBA. And we all thought maybe with Austin Rivers coming up through the league that he would have took a step back and just take some time. But I think it just kind of made him a better coach and he sees the game differently. And he definitely changed when the league changed and started developed and coaching and doing things differently. Mm-hmm. So got to give him the recognition for that. And I think Pop is just a, a model of consistency in himself. I mean, we saw what all those Spurs teams ha- have been and what those guys that have played for Pop ha- have said about him. And everybody raves about him. I mean, he doesn't have the talent he once had with Duncan, with, with Ginobili, with Parker. So he's trying to do it now with DeRozan and Aldridge. But these guys are, are guys that are definitely probably past their prime. You know what I mean? So I'd look to see the Spurs kind of rally back up with, with some young talent and, and hopefully get Pop one last good run. Yeah, we've never seen – since we've been alive, the Spurs have made the playoffs every season. 21 – I know last year was 22 years straight of the playoffs. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. How crazy is that? He has never missed the playoffs, I don't think, since like his first or second season. Literally 22 years straight. We have never looked at the television and been like, wow, the Spurs are in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly insane. what I mean by by model of consistency. So, I, I got to tip my hat to those guys because they're doing it well. But, Kev, what do you got? No, I, I'm in cahoots with Lou. I got Kerr. I think, you know, he's taken a lot of backlash this year because of everything that happened. But at the end of the day, like Lou said, if you can, you know, balance that many superstars and, and do it 
you know, year in and year out, then, I mean, you deserve some recognition. I know, like, you can say, like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? He had the 73-9 and team. He had Curry. He had this. How could he not win? But there's a lot more than coaching than just winning games, too. It's how you balance your players, how you, you know what I mean? It's it's more than X's and O's and stuff like that. It's it's, it's building relationships and stuff. And everyone yeah. you talk to loves Steve Kerr. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a player not say a good thing about Steve Kerr, really. Yeah. So, I mean, That's he's got to be the coach the of the decade. I mean, he's won, what, three rings this decade, been to four finals, like five, five finals. finals. So, got to give it a Kerr. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I think that wraps it up for our NBA All-Decade episode. Got another episode coming up right after about uh, the the NFL decade and and all things about that. So we hope you guys really like this episode. Getting back to the studio as soon as school's back. So Kev will go back to his sabbatical. Me and Lou will be back in the studio grinding. Uh, Kev's last episode on the show. No, we're just kidding, guys. But that wraps it up since the sandbox, baby. Booyah.